0: I haven't been dating um you know I'm in Turkey and I feel like for a while I just had this negative opinion of Turkish men and dating Turkish men but I think the truth is it's just because I'm here in Turkey so most of the men I meet are going to be Turkish and most of the men I meet in the world will not be you know this guy that I want to marry And because I'm in Turkey, because most of the men I'm meeting in Turkey are Turkish, I have been thinking the problem is Turkish men. But I think I'm actually just getting a lesson on the behavior of men in general. And the thing with Turkish men is that they're pretty transparent, whereas a lot of Western men are less transparent. Um maybe they're transparent to some of you they might be less transparent to me someone whose father was distant and who may secretly wish to gain her father's love through the men she dates i don't know i'm not i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not a psychologist anyway here's something i learned that's actually universal
1: when a man approaches you on the street and he's not offering you something like directions, a ride, a description of where you are, he's not offering you anything and he's not just being respectfully curious ab- about where you're from, what you're doing there because obviously you're foreign, you look different. um. I'm Southeast Asian. There are more Southeast Asians traveling, of course, but not so many. Uh so people are always curious when they see me, and I accept that. Even in even in a place like New York, people can be curious in certain neighborhoods, you know. Um so when someone approaches you and he's not offering you those things, and he's just trying to get inform he's just he's not offering you anything he's a weird guy. If he's offering you a ride and then he wants your phone number, he's a weird guy. If he wants your phone number, he's a weird guy. If he wants your Instagram, he's a weird guy. He's only looking for one thing, whatever he can get from you, okay? He's looking for what he can get. That's true in Turkey. That's true in New York. That's true anywhere in the world. Most Men, most people, meet in designated spaces for meeting. Most people meet in spaces that are designated for meeting. Most people around the world meet through a friend. They meet at a party. They meet at an event. They even meet at a bar. They're likely to meet in a social space. Even online dating is a newly created social space. It is a newly created social space that's keeping up with the times, right? That's still a better way to meet someone than on the street, okay? If you were in a more somewhat conservative country, online dating is just as bad as meeting someone on the street. It's just as bad. So I don't online date here. Honestly, I'm not really into online dating. I did an online date even when I was in Italy, even when I was in Croatia. I downloaded the app a few times here. I downloaded Tinder and I think Bumble a few times here and then deleted them. And then I downloaded, oh my god, I downloaded this anonymous app and one of the guys actually found me on social media so i will never go on that app again um yeah you just have to be careful um this guy's harmless but the fact that he found me is still really weird and obviously crosses a lot of boundaries he doesn't seem to understand that he's crossed any boundaries but whatever i don't really have time for this anyway If a guy is just approaching you on the street, don't give him your number. Don't give him your number. Which is what I did with the guy I dated here. Any other guy I had any, like, date or whatever with. Okay. Okay. Like, most of the guys I meet through something. I meet them through, like, like, God, this sounds so disjointed. Most of the guys I meet, I'll either meet through this hostel, or I met them online. I'm really not meeting anyone. (laughs) When was the last time I met a guy? I don't know. But, okay, I've given two random men here my phone number. One was the guy I had the fling with, who was about my age uh, who was a lawyer, just like the guy in Antalya, except the guy in Antalya became a lawyer because he wants to protect people. The guy here, I just stuttered, the guy here became a lawyer because, you know, pressure from his parents, uh, pretty typical story. Then I also gave my phone number to a guy who I'd seen a bunch of times and thought was hot. Um, that first guy's gone, we had the fling and then saw each other around for months and it was super awkward now he's gone thank god and then the second guy I gave him my phone number after things ended with that first guy and was like why did I do that I don't want to talk to anyone why did I do that and then he messaged me I didn't respond and then he messaged me sit with a funny message and I didn't respond and then apparently he deleted my phone number and then I saw him again it was awkward I saw him again, it was awkward, but this time we were friendly. And I can say now, even though I still don't respond to his messages, I can happily say that we're friendly. I see him as someone I can be friendly with. He's also about my age. Um, Yeah. It's nice to have a familiar face to see when you're around. I think he understands that I just don't really have any interest in responding to his messages (laughs) but i'm always happy to see him i'm always happy to see him he's really nice um what else that's it (sighs) that's it okay so someone asked me about calling in the one and here's something funny about the book calling in the one calling in the one is the book that inspired this entire podcast um It's a self-help book with lots of exercises about finding, you know, your life partner and becoming the person you need to be to find that person. Uh, No one wanted to do the exercises with me, so I started a podcast, as one does. Uh, So yeah, that's why you're listening to me ramble. Anyway, I have put that book down and I looked at it about a month ago and I left off on a chapter. Where she actually talks about getting over her fear of writing the book, calling in the one um I think at the time it was just an idea, but she talks about how she wanted to be celebrated for her intellect, and I too want to be celebrated for my intellect. This podcast is so easy for me, you know it's like. I mean it's very uncomfortable at times but it's not as uncomfortable as sharing my thoughts on a thing. I don't know how to describe it. Like to just talk about my feelings it's so easy because I can just be like well this is how I feel and this is my experience and I'm not saying you should listen to it. I'm not saying anything. I'm just sharing how I feel and my experience and then you know I actually have a lot to say about other things and I don't have this background as an expert in that topic like I don't have the perceived background as an expert in the topic I mean people in New York know that I'm an astrology nerd and a very small circle of people know that I'm like deep into um spiritual stuff like metaphysical stuff but not everyone knows that about me and I also don't really want to talk to that many people about it but I want to share my thoughts and I do actually want to be respected in that regard and she talks about that and she talks about the importance of sharing yourself in that way and um Actually, I actually stopped reading the book around that time when I got to that chapter. And I think what happened was I got really serious about writing the book that I'm writing about astrology. And what happened? (laughs) I keep saying what happened. And then what happened? Apatom in Russian. And then? And then? Honestly... Like, okay, so meeting that guy, the last guy I dated, when things went kaput, when things, honestly, things just kind of blew up between he and I, which was great. Because when you're angry, you're motivated. And that really motivated me to take my health more seriously. I started running. I started swimming every day. Um, I had already started going on long walks and i made sure to do that every single day i took my physical health and my mental clarity a lot more seriously i don't drink because i need my mental clarity i value it so much and it's something that i absolutely need for the work that i do that's really one of the main reasons i don't drink um that's like 85 percent of the reason i don't drink uh And then exercise is also great for mental clarity. Long walks are great for mental clarity. Staying away from fuckboys is great for mental clarity. Swimming, I learned that I love to swim. I didn't grow up swimming um, and I would always go on vacation and try to teach myself how to swim. I can float and I won't die, but I've never been a strong swimmer. And now I can confidently say that I can swim. I wouldn't say I'm a strong swimmer yet, but I can swim. I can actually go places and move in the water in a reasonable amount of time <laughs> and I can do more than float. And I can get myself out of choppy waters which I had to do once and that's a long and boring story. But I did I did think I almost died one day. I was almost going to die. Anyway. So these things happened and then I focused more on writing. I had been writing but not really taking it super seriously then I started to focus more on writing. And then because I became more focused on writing, I started to write more and more things that I thought, wow, this is not just for a book. Maybe I can actually start posting things on social media. And this actually may be good for a blog post. This might actually be good for a podcast if I were to do a podcast on astrology. And it became really exciting to see all the things that were pouring out of me, just pouring out of me. Um, And I can say that I began to find my voice just in the act of writing. You know, I'd never really sat down and written my thoughts on astrology as a topic. I've always sat down and written my thoughts on someone's chart. But on astrology as a topic, that's a totally different thing. And astrology is a huge and vast topic. I don't know if you know, but, you know, I only know about the things I know about. And I love that I'll never know everything. Um, There's always going to be more to learn. Anyway, that was really, really exciting and a really fruitful and amazing thing that came out of my encounter with that guy. Now, what has happened as a result of that when it comes to my dating life? when it comes to my dating life as a result of that I take myself so much more seriously now so like that second guy I just burped at coffee I'm sorry so that second guy that I gave my phone number to you know I don't actually see myself having so much in common with him As much as I like him so I don't really have an interest in spending that much time with him outside of those moments where I run into him and maybe I will learn that he and I have more in common but I'm not going to invest the time to find that out because it will take away time from myself and my passions this thing that I'm so excited about you know um astrology writing about it producing content about it and also you know finding my footing and my confidence honestly in what I know so there's that and then I mentioned a few episodes back I did go out with a younger guy it wasn't like dating like he's just into the same things I'm into And we did them together because he could show them to me. Um, He was also Turkish. And he made it clear to me that he was not interested in something serious with me because of my age. And that really hurt my feelings. It was not something I wanted to hear. I wasn't looking for anything serious with him either, quite frankly. But I think when you're dating and you don't have established boundaries it can get easy to be carried away so I really 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 appreciate him telling me that he and I are still friends to this day that was over the summer it's January approaching February now I really respect him for being honest with me because that lawyer guy that I dated before was not honest with me and that man is in his 40s okay I mean, he went a long time in his life without developing a backbone, so at least this younger guy had a fucking backbone and some integrity. Um, Yeah, and because he was honest with me, I can maintain a friendship with him, you know? So, because I'm so focused on the things that are valuable to me, and because I think it's just the focus when this guy told me that he didn't want anything serious with me, I'm very attracted to him. I'm still attracted to him, but I can, I can be like, I don't know. I can, I can understand the limits of the relationship and I can accept the limits of the relationship. And I'm not trying to convince myself that it's going to be something that it isn't. And I didn't try to convince myself that it was going to be something that it wasn't, you know, he has since left. Gosh. Um, he left and came back and uh, left again and you know I was able to be friends with him and to enjoy him when I saw him I do really like him and the reason I actually spent any time with him was because he wanted to do the things that I already wanted to do he made it easy for those things to happen and he never stressed me out he never stressed me out he never needed anything from me we just kind of worked comfortably with each other he was generous but not like overly generous he just like never stressed me out and he has like he has like this quiet demeanor i don't know what's going on inside his brain but he was just like quiet and calm and just being around him never stressed me out and i really am so happy he was honest with me and that you know i could stay friends with him because It's very rare to meet someone when, where you just like, it's just like calm, you know? Maybe that has something to do with me as well. Like not necessarily expecting anything from him, even going into it. I didn't really expect anything from him. I wasn't looking for anything because I knew he was younger. I don't know how to explain it. That it hurt my feelings when he said he didn't want anything with me, but I'm human. I'm human my feelings get hurt all the time um yeah so it makes it so much easier for me to be like okay this is not a match it's not a match and I feel like I'm not you know the thing with that guy that I dated here he was looking for what he could get and I think honestly I have also been approaching dating the same way Like meeting someone and seeing what I could get, you know? Can I get a relationship out of this? Can I get a little fling out of this, you know? Um, I think I was also like, let's see what I can get out of this. And I don't want to take that approach anymore. I just want to be like, okay, I want to spend time with this person because it's clear to me that there is a purpose for us to spend time together with that younger guy there was a purpose for us to spend time together we had the same interests and it was clear from the start and spending time together you know there were clear things that we did that were just so aligned and it was easy it was easy you know so if it's not that easy i'm not interested the guy actually that i dated you know at first it was easy because He wanted to do things that I also wanted to do that were also interesting to me. One time he was going to the beach with his friends and I joined them. I don't know. I was just attracted to him. (laughs) That's going to happen too. But so the other guy that I gave my phone number to, like he, he's just seeing what he can get, you know? Now I can see it and now I accept it. And I, I don't really... I don't have to engage and I don't because I'm in a different country like I feel worried about being rude but I think it's fine because at the end of the day if he can treat me that way if he can just see what he can get then I can also seeing what you can get is rude okay so (laughs) so I can also be as rude in declining his invitation or just not showing interest in the guy who's just trying to see what he can get do you know what I mean? I, I'm i bringing this up specifically in this podcast because I meet so many girls who will give their phone number to a guy and then have to deal with that guy messaging them. And I'm like, just don't give the number to your, to the guy. And they give it to the guy because they feel rude not giving it to the guy when he asks for it because they're in his country. And I'm like, you're kind of treating this person like not a person because if you were home and some weird guy asked you for his phone number, for your phone number, you wouldn't give it to him. I would never talk to a guy on the street in New York I would never I would never talk to some guy on the street in New York I would never 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 I would never do that I I would never do that I would just straight up ignore him you know like I would never give some random guy in New York my fucking phone number actually there's a film by Spike Lee called She's Gotta Have It and it's about a promiscuous liberated woman she's like liberated right and there's a scene in this film that bothers me so much where some guy she sees some guy on the street and he follows her and she likes it she likes it she's into him so he follows her and then they end up like having a fling and I was like this would never happen in real life and I don't know people like that movie and I just I couldn't get past that part I couldn't get past that. I was like, this would never happen in New York. This is obviously male fantasy. Obvious male fantasy. Even if he's making it out to be like celebrating a woman's liberation. No fucking woman would do that in New York. Oh my god. No self-respecting woman would ever do that. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You have to have very low self-esteem to accept a man from the street in New York unless you've seen him around a million times and like you know someone who knows him blah 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 okay I do love the attention of hot men on the street I'm not gonna lie I love it but would I sleep with those guys fuck no hell no so why should it be different anywhere else in the world you know why should it be different anywhere else in the world it should not be different anywhere else in the world there's my rant (laughs) Yeah, anyway, Um, yeah, I've been really focused. I've been really, really focused. And I've also been trying to slow down everything. You know, the thing also when I met that guy, the guy that I dated, I felt listless and bored. And like, I didn't know what to do with myself that day. I'd been feeling that way for like two or three days. I didn't know what to do with myself. And now I'm here in the same town, village, town, in the winter, and there's really, like, nothing to do, you know? It's a little too cold to go swimming. People say to go swimming. It's not the same. You can't just, like, sit at the beach all day because it gets windy and, I don't know, it's not as comfortable. Um, There's really nothing to do. So I've started reading again. I'm just reading in my free time, you know, walking and reading. And I thought, when did I, when did I become this person who gets so restless when there's nothing to do, as opposed to just enjoying the fact that there's nothing to do and doing my, my nothing things in the time that there's nothing to do, you know, doing the things that you can't really do unless you're not doing anything else. Maybe I'll take up crocheting. I don't know. Um, But it's been really great to just slow down and focus on the things I really want to focus on. I'm also really thinking a lot about my relationships. All kinds of relationships. I mentioned it in the last episode, including friendships. I'm already pretty strict with myself about which couples I will spend time with. I don't form close friendships with unhappy couples because I want examples of happy couples. That's it. I just, I don't want to be around any miserable couples. My parents were miserable their entire marriage. You know, I lived in that misery. I never want to live in that misery again. And I won't even live in it through friends. Um, not even through friends. And then... I'm also careful about the women that I'm friends with. So I really want to be friends with women whose values align with my own. If a woman is having fun dating, that's different. Um, I don't really like being friends with women who are into men who are already taken. Um, obviously, the man is also responsible, but I just don't want to deal with these messy people. I find them messy. Um, I don't want to deal with it. I can be friends with them from afar, but that's not the type of person I want to get close to. And I especially don't want to be friends with women who are still in the phase of their lives where they're competing for the attention of men. Because to me, if you compete with another person in anything outside of a game, you're already a loser because the truth of the universe is that there is no competition. So um, I don't really want to be friends with people with that kind of limited mindset. And then I'm thinking about the guys that I meet and I love the company of men, but I have to not spend that much time with men um, in general.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just not talking
1: to anyone damn this episode is long as fuck all right that's it (laughs) that's it thank you so much for being here um I'm definitely single so pray for me and as Vicky would say ciao for now